Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Summer Heat Wave presented by Brodo Fantasy. This is where we take a look at all 32 teams in the NFL during the month of August. Before we begin, patreon.com slash Fantasy is the website if you want to support the show. Some extras you can get on Patreon. You get an extra waiver wire show every single week. Access to the Brodo Leagues. Does your league suck? Well, this definitely will not. You will be in a league with other Brodo community members. You get access to the Discord so you can talk your stuff with them. Also, there's a tier where we will follow you on Twitter so you can DM us so the rest of your league can't see the advice we're giving you. Please visit BrotoFantasy.com. That is a one-stop shop for everything Broto Fantasy. It features our exclusive stat, true throw value and true target value, plus rankings from fantasy pro experts Michael, Jason, and Tim Petrop. Waiver wires, start sit advice, everything you need is at brotofantasy.com. Make sure to follow us on Twitter for up to the minute TD updates on game day and up to the minute start sit decisions. And of course, youtube.com slash brotofantasy to see our lovely faces. So without any further ado, let's get it started. Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrotoFantasy.com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers, the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness, Michael and Jason Petrop. Well, yippee-ki-yay. Today we got them cowboys. You shoot that gun at me, partner? America's team. America's team. And we are here. Um... Of course, I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers to my right. America's Michael. <laughs> Mike Petrop to my left. Jason. Jason Petrop. Um, <laughs> let's start off with the coaching outlook, and this one's going to go short. Um, the same regime is in place. Um, the Jason Garrett type of system where they're going to rely heavily on the running game and every once in a while hit a big play-action pass. So with that being said, let's go first to the quarterback position. Dak Prescott is in his free agency year. He wants a big contract. Uh, he has his number one weapon on the outside in Amari Cooper. Michael Gallup is, is in his second year. Um, right now, Zeke on a holdout, but we'll talk about that in a second. What do you see about Dak Prescott uh, say that Zeke does not hold out and comes back? I mean, Dak is the perennially underrated QB1. Did I say Zach? Dak. I mean, he's, we have a little cousin, Zach. I feel like he's going to be QB9 to 14 at some point this season. If you look at what he did last year, his first eight games, 1,660 yards and 10 touchdowns. And then Amari Cooper came around week eight, right? Last eight games, 2,225 200, yards and 12 touchdowns. The touchdowns went up by two, but the yards went up by 600. Like, that's the difference that Cooper brings. Dak Prescott's someone you could tell when he's playing with confidence and when he's not. And I think with Cooper on the outside through the offseason, James Witten is not going to be useful this year, but as his safety blanket, uh, just another familiar face. I yeah. think he'll have Zeke. Uh, if he runs a little more, he started to run a little bit more at the end of the year. His yards will pop up a little bit, even if his touchdowns aren't super high. He's going to be a back-end QB1. Yeah. Uh, a little low true throw value. He was 23rd on the season, but 19th the last four weeks. That's with Amari Cooper, obviously. So there was an increase, albeit not a, a very large increase. But, I mean, he also has his legs. 300 rushing yards last season. Six rushing touchdowns. He always gets at least five rushing touchdowns with the at the goal line. He likes to run it in a lot. So, I mean, that's just a plus. And, yeah, like Jason said, he's literally been a top 12 QB every season he's been in the league. So, if you want – he's also a solid best ball guy because he has those games where he rushes for two touchdowns or he throws for 300 yards, and then he'll have the mediocre games. 
But Dak Prescott, either way, he's a decent low-end QB1 being drafted outside the top 12 basically everywhere. Uh, Jason, let's go to you for running backs. Um, Ezekiel Elliott right now, unsure if he's going to play. It looks good at the time of this recording. Um, We can't give you a definition. Uh, We can't give you a certainty. But let's talk about if he does play. Uh, Is he the number one pick? He is the definition and certainty. If he plays, when Cooper came over last year, he was involved in the passing game more. And that was really the only knock against him, that he wasn't involved in the passing game much. So with Cooper on the outside, Dak playing a little bit more confidently, Zeke getting the ball a little bit more through the air, he's the number one guy. I like him as my number one. Zeke had 77 receptions last season. It's a lot. Like, when they said they were going to get him the ball more receiving-wise, they they were not lying. lying. No. 567 yards. Decent (laughs) pass-catching work for running back as well. And... The thing is, he scored nine touchdowns last season. There's that's room for way more. Yeah, yeah, that's low. I would not be surprised if he averages a touchdown a game and gets up to 16 touchdowns this season. So, yeah, he, I in the beginning of the offseason, I had Saquon as my number one. I'm leaning more towards Zeke as long as he comes out of this holdout. He so, will. So, Zeke is obviously a one-man band, but it looks like Darius Jackson is going to be the running back, unless there's a free agent signing if Zeke leaves. So let's talk about Darius Jackson a little bit. Are you trying to handcuff Zeke with Darius Jackson, or are you trying to draft him as a handcuff late? You just gave away my injury away, but okay. I mean, he's an 87th percentile spark athlete. He's a pretty darn good one, and there isn't really much competition behind him. If I'm going to take a bet on any of the guys behind Zeke on the depth chart, Darius Jackson is the guy I want. That's why I had him outlined to begin with. I mean... You got Tony Pollard there too. Yeah, but I think Jackson's a better runner than Pollard. But I Mike mean, Weber as well. It's gonna it's gonna be Tony Pollard was just drafted though. If Zeke doesn't play, then watch preseason because there's no way the Cowboys are gonna go into this season without seeing what their guys got if Zeke's not playing. We're actually forgetting that they also just signed Alfred Morris. <laughs> True, they Who's did just probably sign gonna be the main back yeah. if Zeke doesn't play. And if not, I think. Tony Pollard has a decent shot of being the other, the pass catching I, back. Of too. the young guys, I'd prefer Darius Jackson. Interesting. It's, I think I'd kind of prefer Pollard at this point. It's gonna be it's gonna be a, a running back by committee there. I, I think if if Zeke leaves because he does so many things. Like yeah. Pollard's gonna have to catch the passes, and then either Alfred Morris or Darius Jackson. But they've been through that Alfred Morris train before. Yeah, twenty carries, eighty yards. Right, and they know the cap. So Hopefully if Darius Jackson shows out, he's an eighty-seven percentile spark athlete. Could be him. Keep an eye on that in, in camp. I mean, in uh, the preseason. Uh, wide receiver, Amari Cooper came over. I like to call him Amari Nooper in a brand new situation. Um, brand new last year. There's a Amari. A brand newper situation. Brand newper situation. So, Michael, let me ask you uh, this question first. Is Amari more like Cooper or more like Nooper this season? I say he never really changed. Yes, he had bigger games. With the Cowboys, but the inconsistencies were absolutely still there. If you look on the surface, the numbers with Prescott is great. The nine games with the Cowboys. But four times he put up single digits. Four of nine games, single-digit fancy points is not good. Seven times, excuse me, 15 times. No, sorry. Under 15 points. There it is. Seven times. So two games where he had over 15 half PPR fantasy points. And those are the two games, of course, where he went absolutely bonkers and scored like 30 and 40. But in seasonal redraft leagues, 
What the other seven weeks? This guy you're taking in the third round is getting you 15 points or less. I want no part of Amari Cooper, whether he's new or coup or do or he's do do. So uh, if in, I don't want no part in of best Cooper. ball leagues, I like him as a better pick, but in weekly redraft leagues, and I also think he has an off season now to work with Prescott, so the inconsistencies might uh might go a little bit away, not as much, but I mean, as of now. Everything that we know about Amari Cooper still stands true. Look, would you want... Because he's ADP right now is wide receiver 13. So basically a wide receiver 1. Would you draft a wide receiver 1 if I told you his career high in touchdowns was 7? He never passed 1,100 yards receiving. And his most catches ever in a season is 75. Ugh. Those are gross, man. These are... And like Amari we just Cooper said, is a giant myth. He's always been a giant myth. It's just that he's going to have... I have him as my wide receiver... Myth. He is. I have him as my he's wide like, receiver. He's like Bryce Harper. 17 at the moment because you know what's going to happen? He's going to have at least four games where he explodes. And he, at the end of the season, he's going to have decent numbers. He's going to be in the teens, probably, high teens, when you look at where he is at the end of the year. But is it going to be beneficial to your team? And is that someone you want as your first receiver? Like I was just saying, with Dak Prescott, his true throw value was 19th with Cooper there. So it's not like Dak's targets are worth a whole lot. Like so, they're average targets. Let's talk about Dak's targets because a lot of people like Michael Gallup this year. He's someone that's creeping up draft boards. Uh, Randall yeah. Cobb is going to be in the slot. Tavon Austin was re-signed. So Ooh. there's, I mean, there's a couple guys. Um, Devin Smith is on his team. Cool. Yeah, former uh, former, former Jet great. I mean, if he's healthy, he's he's got lightning speed that made him a second round pick. Yeah, I mean, it's now. a lot. Come on now. I'm just else. saying. Is there any other person on this team that you're drafting? Yeah, Gallup is like gaining steam as a sleeper pick. Yes, no. the Cowboys could use a decent number two. He did have double digits two of the last four weeks, but I'd rather take a shot elsewhere personally. Yeah, it's not that Gallup's a bad player or anything. Just I don't trust that offense. It's not the passing volume. Same goes for Cobb. The value of Dak's target isn't there. When Amari Cooper vanishes, it's not because Gallup explodes. It's just that that's how the offense rolls. I remember this is preseason, so a guy like Gallup could. There's a chance that he could catch on. He's a second year receiver. He does a lot of things. He has a lot of tools. But you're not drafting him because that's not the type of guy you want to draft. Well, he's gonna he's being drafted. Not too far. Not for me at least. I mean, if, if you want to draft him in like the eleventh, twelfth round, all right, fine. I'd still rather take a shot on someone else. I don't think Gallup's gonna be uh, enough this if season. If it's like There's the fourteenth round, but I don't really want to reach higher than that. For, uh, from the mythical land of the booth where he was the greatest announcer of all time, um, to tight end. Where he struggles. Um, wait, wait a, a minute. Sec. Wait a minute. I fucked that up. Uh, Jason Witten uh, Maybe is, in an is back. Universe. They say him and Blake Jarwin are going to split they the receptions say. at tight end. Um, I don't want either of them. Jason Witten wasn't no. even a good fantasy option when he was great. Yeah, yeah he was. Why are we even mm-hmm. wasting time a talking good, about He was him. a good fantasy option. He was never a touchdown years. guy, though. He was never like yeah, a, a top-tier guy. We've already spent too long talking about Jason Witten. He did it's go 5-50-5 and five his last season playing, which is better than nothing. I mean, it's that's like a mid-tight end two range. So I think he has a chance to be tight like a low-end tight end two. But tight end two. Well, that's you're getting crazy. So you're, he's going to be <laughs> in the middle. That's my opinion. So he's going to be right in the middle of the tight ends that you're not going to be in your team. Yep. Is what you're Absolutely. Saying. All right, great. Um, one injury away. 
Jason? Darius Jackson. Darius Jackson. We talked about that. Tony Pollard. Um, the other running back. I mean, I went Darius Jackson, but I'm changing Maybe it. Alfred Morris. I'm now. changing it to Alfred Morris. There you because, go. We each chose a running because back. Because we each chose a different running back. Because that shows you what they're going to do when they don't have Zeke. Honestly, well, we don't Morris know. Morris is probably the guy if they don't have Zeke. But yeah. Injury away. I'm assuming that there's an injury there to Morris while Zeke is out. Boom. I'm going on three levels here. Watch the preseason for that. You're going uh, local. To watch this, you could see Brodo on YouTube, youtube.com slash brotofantasy. You can find Michael at... Mike underscore Patrop. Jason. Jason Patrop. You can find me at on all social media outlets at Tim Patrop, but only... Frisky. Feeling real, real, Frisky. real frisky. Brotofantasy.com for all your Broto needs. Patreon.com slash Broto. Please come and support the show. We can use everything we can get. Um, what else? There's the Instagram at brotofantasy. There's the Twitter at Broto Fantasy. Facebook. Facebook, Broto Fantasy. Uh, YouTube.com slash Broto Fantasy. Everything Broto Fantasy. Until tomorrow, we'll see you later. later. Peace.